I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is I'm just that sad. Is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Lane, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. I'm excited for this one. We got a special guest on the the show today. So uh, this guy actually um, was the the leader of the woodshed before the infamous Pony Express. So back when the woodshed was really thriving um, and uh, really what we would call the heyday of the woodshed. Um, And uh, just just all around good guy. it does um, some work in the mental health space, and uh, I think it's, um, I don't know, just a guy you should all know. So Honey Badger uh, is here with us today. And uh, Badger, man, I, it's good to see you. Um, I do want the packs to know um, just how malnourished and uh, just exhausted that my man Pony Express looks. Um, if you haven't seen him out in the gloom, he just, he needs, he needs to get out there, it looks like. But uh Ponies on the I, I look better than I look better than I've ever looked. Having a kid <laughs> has completely transformed my life. <laughs> few rings, few rings around the eyes. Maybe his wife's eyeshadow. Uh, yeah. Something. There we go. He does seem happier though. So, so <laughs> anyway. But Badger, this isn't really about you, man. So, um, you know, we want to hear uh, kind of the story. Who brought you out? And uh, where does the name Honey Badger come from? Um, yeah. And maybe uh, give us your thoughts on the first workout. How was it? Yeah, that was, so um, I remember driving down Center Street one morning. I was I was on my way to work, and I actually hit a stoplight with my older brother, who's Honey Stinger, and uh, <clears throat> and I think he was like coming back from a workout. And I'm like, where are you working out at this time? You know, in the morning. And uh, any 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 he, he probably said the name. I didn't even. I didn't even register it. Um, and, and he would, he would bring it up from time to time. And, um, I'm like, I'm not getting up at five. Um, and, uh, finally kind of reached a point, um, where, uh, I I was kind of aware I needed to get back in shape and, uh, hadn't been doing a whole lot. And anyway, he, he had, he had brought up, uh, he had brought the Oracle. He had brought up the Oracle. He said, Hey, look, Saturdays, isn't as early as a workout. Just come out on Saturday. It it, it boils down, and uh, <clears throat> so I did. And uh, big one, big one was leading the workout. And um, I don't. There were a few FNGs. I don't remember um, necess- I, I don't remember who all was in my group. I know the big one named me and was leading the workout. And I remember being in a group with placebo. Um, and uh, I remember like almost vomiting during the workout like, like legitimately, like had to slow down. I'm like, just don't puke, just don't puke, just don't puke. Um, and made it to the end and didn't puke. And so, um, I remember going around and, 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 uh, telling, telling the packs what I did for a living. And I didn't know wait time at the time. Um, but I remember I was facing him. And so people were throwing out names from the mental health field. Like I, I think Lemonloth threw out like nurse ratchet and, uh, 
I think somebody said like psych ward or something like that. And you could, you could see wait time. And again, I didn't know who he was at the time. He's just kind of like shaking his head. No, <laughs> no. Uh, and uh, big one finally said, we need a honey badger. We don't have a honey badger. So that's kind of how it, it came to be. And I, you know, of course they knew honey stinger. So that's okay. the story. A family name so yeah i'm i'm so thankful we didn't go with psych ward or I, yeah i i'd like to say we've gotten better at coming up with nicknames but i <laughs> i don't know that we have um yeah. <laughs> what were you doing fitness wise before that what was your well really very little i you know i had a i had a period where i went through kind of the insanity and p90x period um, where I mean, P90X, I feel like I got in pretty good shape with that. I was pretty religious with it. Um, but I had, you know, I, I, I had stopped doing it, you know, and I'd get it, I'd get out and, you know, get, uh, maybe a couple mile run in from time to time, but it was irregular, um, you know, working, you know, in the mental health field, doing groups at night and stuff like that. I just, I'd kind of let that go and it was hard and, uh, like I said, I was unwilling to get up early in the morning to do much. So uh, it was it was pretty uh, sporadic. So, yeah, not, gotcha. not what was enough. Your, uh, not enough. What was, uh, I guess, kind of going back to that first workout, initial impressions um, of the guys of the workout of F3 in, in general? Yeah, I didn't, um, very, very high energy. I mean, very, very welcoming, right? Um I, uh, you know, there was a, there was a little bit of a Hastings College connection with, um, with Tonight Show and myself and Placebo and, and uh, room service, right? So it was having that kind of that common bond was made things a little bit easier because I, I recognized the faces and, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> Tonight Show was a, like an RA in one of the dorms in college, you know, and I, I remembered him. So there's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a little easier when you have that kind of instant like, hey, you know, um, I know you, I remember you, um, just kind of makes it, a, it puts you at ease a little bit more. So but it was very welcoming, high energy. Um, I, I, I loved the, you know, it's just kind of the, the, the eclectic nature of it all, you know, people from everywhere, ages. So then were you, did you instantly buy in? Were you, yeah, I'm coming back and I'm going to keep coming or was it, I'm going to, you know, this is good for one time and maybe I'll come back in a couple of weeks. No, I felt like I was kind of in between there. Like it wasn't like a, I'm good for one time, but I think, I think tonight show said you should come to the Murph on Monday. You know, and, and someone's like, ooh, that workout, you know, or something like that. They made some comment about it. Um, and, uh, and I didn't. Um, I actually set my alarm. I remember that. I set my alarm. It went off, and I went, nah, you know, and, uh, and hop, hop, back into, hop back into bed. And it was probably two or three weeks before I did that. But I feel like that was kind of the, uh, the kicker. Like, once I, I got up and I went to that workout and it's a, you know, it's a harder workout and completed it. The confidence rose, you know, um, everybody there was supportive, you know, uh, and I, I think that was kind of the, all right, man, you know, maybe, maybe do this a little more. It just, it, it felt good. Awesome. It, Sasquatch is also a, is he Hastings College guy? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, yep. Yeah. You know, my, my dad actually grew up in Hastings, so small world. So while you were at Hastings College, you, you probably studied at the Flea Hardy Library. 
I 100% did. Yeah. Which is, which is like great, great uh, grandpa plague, you know? So, uh, grandpa plague. <laughs> you know, I spent all my time in that library plague. That's a complete lie. Yeah. Talk, talk about legacy, right? I was no. say, is, that the, is that the name of a bar? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's actually downtown next to the wagon wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, so I want to stay a little bit on the first step because because mm -hmm. some of why we don't see us because uh, at least I think you're chasing the girls at the CrossFit gyms. But that may <laughs> talk to us about that as you found you have kind of found a new uh, flavor of physical fitness in, in CrossFit. But but it's not because you don't like F three, right? So right. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so that's that. That's fair. Um, so you know, I think time frame. Let me get screwed up on time frame, but uh, we'll say about a year and a half ago, I had uh, um, I had been training for a half marathon and uh, my first half, and and just started having like IT issues. You know, like kind of like following that. Um, so kind of started trying to rest that, and uh, you know, honestly met met a met a girl, and I started probably chasing her um which hurt the it band too um and uh um you know got got a lot into running actually was the truth um i was i was running more and um uh and and i feel like that's kind of when my my attendance at f3 dropped some uh and, and then yeah i mean for, you know for me being being a single guy um the kind of the the uh the motivation behind the CrossFit was go somewhere where people are like-minded um, and see, you know, there's a lot of different places we could do that, but um, to, um, that wasn't the only reason I was going there, but there's some truth in what you said, Blake, you know, go somewhere where people are like-minded, fitness-oriented, goal-driven, you know, motivated um, to, to see if you can meet some people. And that, that hasn't necessarily happened. Um, but I, but I like the, uh, I like the challenge of CrossFit, um, because it's hard. It's to me, it's, it's very, very difficult. The workouts are very, very difficult. Um, and it, it, it's like, it's like F3 though. It's another community. It's another community where, um, you're there for a common reason. Um, and it's supportive and, um, you know, I can just go there, show up and kind of feel at home. So I love it. I think, um, you know, kind of a teaser for the the listeners and maybe for you too, but we've got a, a future episode, uh, hopefully with Dread and, and Dark Helmet, um, where we plan to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what they're calling the minivan centurion movement, but essentially just, just how can we unite um, better? And I, I think one of the things that happens is like, we want to put people in, a, in an either or camp, right? Well, you're either an F3 guy or a CrossFit guy. Well, no, that's not, that's not the case, right? Because both of those right. groups have a lot of similar uh, things that we agree on and, and unite on. We're just, we just happen to be free and we're dumb enough to do it outside every morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, whereas right. CrossFit, CrossFit maybe has some fees associated with it and you could do it any time yeah. of day. So, right. um, but that's yeah. good. I, I what, I've, what I've discovered is it's a business write-off. You know, oh, nice. uh, yeah. So I have to mention that, <laughs> you know, like you realize you could write that off, you know, cause of yeah. what you do for a living. I was like, Oh, cause I was thinking about giving it up, you know? Cause I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know for the fees. Right. It's like, no, I can write it off. Uh, I, hopefully I don't have the IRS coming after me, you know, after this podcast, but you know, you know. we do have several million listeners. Uh, so yeah, right. 
<laughs> the gloom is vast. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. talk to me a little bit about, um, cause I know, I mean, I, I have enjoyed just getting to know you over time. And, you know, so when you think about that second half, the fellowship piece, um, you know, you mentioned being a single guy, which I think it, it you know, um, maybe harder to relate to some of the guys with kids and that are married and that sort of thing. But um, where have you found uh, good fellowship just in life in general? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I think, it, you know, when, when we, when I look at the, the legacies, if you will, I'll, I'll just say I'm in recovery. I won't be specific to anything, you know, and, um, and uh, I just feel like anything where I, I said it before, where you're coming together uh, with kind of a, a common goal, a common solution is so, is so vital for our connection, you know? Um, so I think, you know, anything like I think of F3, any, any 12 step program, right. Where, uh, you know, their, their unity recovery, covering service where fitness fellowship and faith you know um you have these legacies right that um but really it's it's these people coming together you know just to try to be better you know in our case better men you know leaders in the community and like even saying it i can feel that kind of the hairs on the back of my neck stand up because i'm like you know and and, I, and the thing and i didn't used to be like that you know that's that's kind of the thing you know and uh kind of always 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 evolving and what i love about f3 is i don't think I've, I've i've met a lot of individuals and had conversations with a lot of individuals where that isn't the case and there's just a feeling to that you know um and right you know you know being yeah, there, there is definitely some, and you guys have shown me though, you know, when, I, when you think about, you know, kind of being single and, you know, there's a lot of, well, new dads, congratulations, Pony. Um, and, 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 and you, you have another, you have another child, not to, you know, what, two months, maybe? Um, just four months, yeah. Four, four, okay. And, uh, you know, just how to do that, you know, what is, what does that look like, you know, and, um, you know, if I don't know where I got it, but when I think about just that, uh, that role, the role that you guys have as fathers, you know, um, kind of looking at is, um, like I said, I don't know where I got it, but like that that's going to take from you and you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. And it's going to be so restricting. But when I think it was Pon, I think Ponzi said at one time, I'm going to, I am giving Ponzi some credit. Um, <laughs> Ponzi, I'm going to give you credit, you know, but you know, we had a conversation about how much his kids add to his life, you know, and I, and I see that with my nieces and, and Stinger and, and you guys, you know, and so um, kind of dispelling some of those ideas is, is really kind of a, kind of a blessing, right? Because, um, because I mean, it, it, it allows me to like, okay, right. That's um, maybe, maybe the way that I've been thinking for years about this family thing isn't, isn't correct. Right. Cause I would say over the last probably couple of years, you know, my, my mom passed in June of 20, you know, and that, that hits you a little more, you know, like you're, you're, you know, you have a lot of friends, but you're, you know, you're alone, you know, you're single. Um, and what about family? What, is, what do you want family to look like? You know, what do you, what do you, what do you want that to, uh, what do you want to look, that to look like in your life moving forward? You know, so it's, it's over the last year and a half too, it's, it's with F3 and, and the loss, and you guys were there through all of that. Um, you know, uh, those, those questions have come up for me. And so it's, it's both painful and beautiful, really. I mean, when you look at it, because I think those questions have to be asked. So that was, that was a lot. I love that, man. I, I think um, I remember being, you know, it, it, the tough part was, and I know Pony has asked a lot of guys this, but going through something like losing a family member 
in the middle of the pandemic, right? That like, what's the group you're able to turn to or to just, that just supports you. And um, at one point I feel like we had a text thread going with you and, and Stinger and I, and he would just send those gifts that said, Brandon, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, just being, being Stinger. I will say you are um, much more well-spoken than your brother. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, but I wanted to back up a little bit on, uh, I hope I hope he hears that. He's probably our most <laughs> avid listener. But, uh, I... I wanted to back up and just ask you a little bit about because F3, the guys that started F3 will it will admit to kind of taking some of the concepts from 12-step programs. Mm -hmm. um, what I mean, do you see some similarities there? Or I mean, talk to me a little bit about that just from your your experience. What what comes up for me is the uh, for whatever I'll I'll just say what what's coming up right now is the just the concept of accountability. You know, like. Um, uh, I mean, the science of group, th uh, group think, group process obviously intrigues me given what I do, you know, and how that works and, and how that plays out, but kind of, you know, and I've, I've seen studies about it, blah, 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 blah. But, um, but I think it's about accountability. Like we, we can, we can, um, you, uh, us, me alone, right. I'm going to get into my head. My emotions are going to fire. I'm going to, you know, believe crap that isn't true but when i come together with you guys you guys have a you guys it's a different brain right we uh we we i can get feedback and and you guys are going to think a different way than i am and uh point out truths and whatever it, whatever it might be right and i i think that's the real kind of kind of power of it and i think that's the that's the connection kind of with other that that's that that's what i see in connection with other programs maybe one of the biggest thing um is that it's kind of it's the power of we versus one you know? yeah no i i think that's really interesting and and you know i've talked to plague about this plenty of times i've gone to a bunch of aa and a meetings and i've seen that seen the 12-step process work for a lot of people and i guess i guess one thing i think about is you know do you feel like f3 i guess when guys come in they're not at their lowest low right there's a there's a little bit of a difference there where a lot of the times the guys that are coming in we are going through things for sure. And I'm not trying to discount that by any means. People do come in at different stages of their lives, but when you're in AA or NA, you're coming probably at your lowest point of your life, right? So when you're when you're there, you know, the door of vulnerability has to be open. Like you're thrust into this position to where you have nothing but to be open with these people because it's your lifeline. Um, with F3, that may be a little bit different. Do you feel like that was the case where it takes a little bit longer for guys to kind of open up um, and be vulnerable, or do you think that we do a good job of fostering that vulnerability and giving people the opportunity to do that? I think it's both. Um, I, I, you, it's a very valid point you're making, right? Like, um, guys just showing up, man, I'm going to work out this morning. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not eating out of a dumpster. I'm not like, I'm not like ready to lose, lose my house, you know? Um, so, um, there's and and I and I've seen F three um, do a tremendous job of of trying to foster that. Um, I what came to me was just the <clears throat> my personal experiences coming into something like F three. I have had the exposure already to uh, the vulnerability you're talking about. You know, I've I've 
Well, I continue to have to do it, but I, I've, I've had, I've had to do that, you know? So when I come into F3 and I'm around a bunch of guys and um, it's, it's uncomfortable, you know, because this is new and um, I don't know you, I can tolerate that, you know, I, um, and that's just as a result of already doing it. And I, I don't know if that answers your questions. I think it does make it harder for some people if they haven't had a lot of exposure to that. Right. Um, I, when I talk with people about being in group, I mean, I, I, you know, I think what is public speaking, the number one fear, so to speak, you know, and, you know, I talk with people about being in groups and joining groups and it just terrifies people, you know, um, because it's, am I, what are they going to see? You know, what are they going to learn about me or what are they going to know about me that I don't want them to know, or I'm afraid they'll kick me out. Right. I think that's, um, one of our biggest fears is being, you know, I mean, and there's some sciences, getting cast out of the tribe you know and um it's sometimes utterly ridiculous that i would think that this thought or this action i took or whatever it might be is going to do that but um but it's still there it doesn't matter it's still there we still feel it so, so that's what okay let us fish let us fish for a little bit of free advice here then or free professional services what do you <laughs> tell people that are, are, are kind of struggling with that right yeah. that are having a hard time to being vulnerable or have this anxiety or fear of opening up um, yeah. for those reasons that you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's um, using, using exposure, that word purposely, you know, exposure therapy, you know, is stepping into that thing you're afraid of so that the idea, the threat, the irrational threat can go away. Right. So, but I mean, you got to remember that, you know, a lot of us aren't just going to dive headfirst into that. So, I'll usually bring up that idea that, you know, yeah, in order for that to reduce, we do have to step into it. You know, we do have to take a risk. We do have to take a chance, but to start, do something that's manageable, do something that's realistic. If it's not sharing your deepest, darkest secret, you know, in the, um, in the circle of trust, it's just sharing enough that makes you uncomfortable so that you can get used to that. Um, or it's just flat out talking to somebody new at a workout, whatever it is that makes you a little bit of uncomfortable, expose yourself to that just a little bit. And, and that's how the, the intensity of that fear will start to go. Right. Or at least even if it remains uncomfortable for people, you can still do it. That answer your question. Yeah. I, that's great. And I, I guess pony if you didn't know i mean you know we got 40 episodes of free advice uh because i i tend to think that <laughs> this is free professional advice not a person <laughs> who thinks okay <laughs> well i i do think there's some value in experience because my my response to that question would or at least my experience has been your advice is spot on right i in my head had always thought well, I can't tell people who I really am because they they won't like that guy, yep. you know. And and until you actually tell people who you are and realize that they didn't like you anyway. No, I'm kidding. You realize <laughs> you realize you realize that like nobody's response is is even close to what you made up in your mind. And I think, um, and then you do it again and you realize like, oh, it, it turns out every time I bring this up, I get more love support. Uh, and it actually makes me stronger then you like it just it, it just keeps getting easier to tell people and, and then and then hopefully you have good friends like I have like wait time that say hey you don't have to give all the details in every COT right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway I, I love that <laughs> the free the free advice I, I am curious um, 
I want to hear your your thoughts on faith and just kind of um, maybe how have you grown? Uh, what has that looked like as you know your your journey has gone on? I mean, it, it, did F three help with that? Were you already in a, a spot where that was growing, or what have you been through in the faith area? Yeah, um, so hard to talk about faith without the kind of like talking about the actions for me at least without talking about the actions right that I guess leads you there I don't know how to word that um so um that's such a big question um I'll just start with what's really important to me where that's concerned okay because it, it just it has evolved so much and so like I, I could talk about you know 20 years ago but like that's not really where i'm at right now um you know so i because i want to tell people how it's evolved um because it has and um so I, I the action the action of faith is i, I start every morning like i do not miss a, a morning whether you want to call it mindfulness meditation right i don't miss it and i usually spend at least 45 minutes doing it right i give that to myself um uh because of what it can do for my mind right um i have a very very busy mind and if i don't if i don't do something to to, to regulate that um focus concentration connection it, it just really really starts to go um and i what 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 that's done for me now is I, I think about it's not that i don't pray i do pray you know i have i have i have some kind of connection um you know um i have some kind of faith there um and what i realized about myself over the course of let's say this year i'll talk about this year is the amount of blaming for these external things that go on has reduced significantly you know the loss of a parent the loss of a relationship blah 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 you know i mean i, I could go on you know these these things that happen where when i'm just going you know what you know i'm i'm gonna be taken care of have i ever really not been taken care of have things ever really not been okay and and I can go well. That no, that's not the truth, right? And it must be it must be directly correlated with what you're doing, right? Um, and which is, I think, in a in a in a in a way, uh, I'm going to quote Jordan Peterson: "Taking care of myself like I'm somebody that I care about, right?" Um, it, which involves F three, right? Um, being connected to people, taking care of my body, right? being being accountable whether that's whether that's getting up for a workout whether that's crossfit whether that's with you know an anonymous organization um it's 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 taking taking care of me um uh, because i have value and then i can i can pass that along um so that's i guess a general kind of well, response to them which, which i think is great you know and i think that's one of the things i guess in my experience with that i've noticed that f3 has kind of taken from well maybe not taken from but has adopted from a 12-step program is this idea that hey look we don't have to believe in the same higher power but we've got to believe in something bigger than ourselves which is a, right. a higher power and um you know i think that's regardless of what you what that is for you right i mean i've known guys who their higher power for that season of their life was a was a special rock you know but if that's a power greater than yourself then that then cool man you got you've got it um how you know i guess um because I, I love your morning routine and i'm you know a little bit uh, self-convicted here that um man you know i thought i was spiritual but 45 minutes uh in the morning is uh that's phenomenal and i i just um 
just to get your mind right, you know, to start the day is, is pretty great. Do you, do you think, um, do we do some of that in F3 with like a COT and a prayer and a, or this is like you and your higher power alone, uh, like, like you said, kind of working on yourself, like yeah. you're here about or. Yeah, I, th I think, I think we do. Um, and I, I personally see the value value in so something uh, a good friend of mine says is uh you know your relationship with god is personal and private you can't have mine you know you don't get my relationship with with you know your higher power um and i love that because it's i think that you know what i do is that personal and private time you know um but i think that what with like a cot even the movement you know moving you know the body is a focus you know um uh and I mean, anybody really kind of knows that, right? You start moving, you start having a, you know, a purpose, some kind of a structure to something, and it's going to focus you, right? Um, I think the COT brings us a little bit more in touch with the emotional side as opposed to the physical, right? Which we need for connection. You know, curious too, um, we talk about reinvigorating male community leaders and, you know, you, you mentioned, um, you you mentioned your you know kind of path right as a somebody who's in recovery is now providing mental health services uh in in a similar area to help people you know that have been through what you've been through um you know so you've got a lot of leadership experience and also served as a as a site queue at the woodshed so just curious your thoughts on on leadership kind of how the site queue role maybe um taught you something new about leadership or helped you to kind of uh, extend leadership to other guys? What was your experience as the site queue there at the woodshed? Yeah, I, I, uh, I have to kind of go back to what I was, uh, some things I said before is that I, I never viewed myself as a leader, which is, you know, like those, those beliefs that we hold, you know, um, uh, you know, and I, I remember Ponzi approaching me, like, I want you to do it, you know? Um, and I was like, you know, it wasn't like, oh, no, I'm a total piece of trash. I don't, you know, it wasn't that, but like, I just didn't, you know, view myself that way. Um, so which, which kind of started rearranging, you know, these, these ideas about myself, um, you know, uh, be, being the psych cue that like, hey, maybe people kind of look to you for some of this, you know, people kind of look to you to, to be in front a little bit. Maybe you ought to start considering that, you know, versus, you know, in all honesty, hanging out back here, right? Um, so there probably is some ties in, you know, whatever experiences in my life that are, ah, maybe you, you know, don't feel you deserve it or you're not good enough or whatever, you know, I think that's, that stuff's rampant, um, in my opinion. I'm sure I still carry it. Um, but the, the, the psych you position allowed me to go, ah, eh, you may not be so correct, you know, about who you think you are. And I know a lot of a lot of the other leaders were a little bit confused when you chose Pony, but um, curious what uh, what did you see in, in Pony uh, the, to call him to be the yeah. successor? Pony's just a good looking Bear no detail, all the good stuff. He's just a good looking man. Um, <laughs> uh, there was, you know, there's something to me uh, about well, it's consistency for one. You know, um, Pony, I mean, you were at other workouts, but you, you were at the woodshed very regularly. And for whatever reason, and it might be not terribly rational, but anybody that's getting out 
that early in the morning prior to the age of 30, right? It's just so impressive to me. It just is, you know, I think, I mean, I was, <clears throat> I don't know, I was eating horribly and smoking cigarettes until I was 28, you know, and it's like, to con even consider doing something like that. Like I said, it's just so impressive. Right. And he was showing up every week and, and, and putting in work and, and, uh, hanging out. And that's, that was impressive to me. Yeah. Not just as good looks. Well, I certainly appreciate it. And I'm glad that this uh, podcast is being recorded because I'll probably put this on an infinite loop. Right. right. Uh, yeah. Play it, play it, play it for your... bed. It could be my mantra. As I wake <laughs> up in the morning. <laughs> Play it for your wife, you know, when she's upset that you're, uh, I gotta be, I'll shut my mouth. <laughs> no, I, I certainly appreciate it. And, you know, I think you're absolutely right, right? Um, you are always looking and being a leader, you're put in this position to where you're trying to identify someone. Um, and I, while I am appreciative of the things that you say, I do think some of it goes into of like, okay, well, this guy is ripe for leadership, meaning like he may not even be ready, but let's put him to the test and that's what i think i look for when i look for bovine like he was accelerating and that's the word i like to use is, you know and everyone uses it he's accelerating but is he really that ready i don't know i mean let's just see if he is and see how he takes it i mean he's gonna have the support there you definitely were there ponzi was a good resource i'm certainly appreciative of the opportunity um and so i'm appreciative for this unique opportunity to kind of sit here and listen to you uh say wonderful things about me and uh <laughs> so i appreciate sure. it um well anyway uh as we're kind of rounding out the conversation about you know we talked about leadership promoting leadership your first experiences you know what are your thoughts for the new people as f3 continues to grow we continue to reach uh, different groups more guys start to come in what's the advice for those guys you know i just think that it's uh find what works for you you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a smaller workout. Maybe it's checking out, you know, I don't know how many, how many are there now? There's a lot, you know, find, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's checking out a ton of different, you know, workouts. You know, that's what I tell people when they show up to me and they say, you know, I went to that, I went to that meeting and it kind of sucked. I'm like, well, there's like 800 a week. So check out another one, you know, um, you know, try a different one. Um, cause you might not have the same experience. So, um, you know, don't, you know, try not to try something just once if you think it might work for you give it, give it a little, give it a little shot, you know, um, allow it to work. Right on. Well, appreciate that. And I guess, you know, as hopefully we see you out there and when we do, I guess, is there anything that we can be uh, praying for for you? Is there any, anything that you're looking to, the, to be kind of held up, held accountable for? Um, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'm currently, uh, I'm currently just kind of doing some work on, uh, uh, like I said, you know, like I, I had a breakup in December, right? We don't have to spend a ton of time on that, but just, um, some work on how I show up in relationships, right? Um, you know, what, what gets in the way, intimacy, things like that, right? Like, like, like a lot of people. Um, so, um, uh, I got, I got a good team at work, but, um, I don't know how you hold me accountable for that. I don't, I don't necessarily know. There's probably a way, but that's, those are some of the things that I, I don't know. Anything I do isn't free. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay, uh, yeah. pay me for some of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are those are those are some of the those are some of the main things that I'm kind of looking at this year for me, you know, growth wise. Um, you know, cause I think, you know, the, the fitness is there, you know, the, the, the chunks of fellowship are there. And I mean, some of the, the, the faiths there, but you know, relationships are, are vital and I got a lot of great ones, but I'm looking to expand in different ways. So, um, I'm looking at, you know, what gets in the way for me in certain areas. Right. So, and I got some professional help with that, but, um, uh, uh, maybe just ask, Hey, how's that going? You know, yeah. what do you, what are you working on? You know? Well, Plague and I will always give you our unprofessional advice. Hey, I appreciate it. Somewhat qualified. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, we'll certainly be uh, praying for you. And, you know, if we see you out there, if any of the guys see you out there, you know, keep you in mind and, and kind of working through what, what you just talked about, your intimacy yeah. pieces, you know, some accountability on relationship building and doing what we can to assist if we, if we see you out there. Um, certainly appreciate you and your time. Um, want to be respectful of that time. So I, I think now is probably a good opportunity for us to wrap it up. Um, and we'll end in a uh, name rama So I'm John Whitworth. I'm 30. Pony on one second. Sorry, Pony. I got one more follow-up question just because his, his answer. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, and I so can't, you know what? I can never have the last word on. on uh, <laughs> no, so, so Badger, tell me, because I've heard a lot of guys say like, I'm just an, I'm awkward, right? I don't know how to be a friend to another guy. I don't yeah. know how to have healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. Is that something, I mean, if, if a guy's listening and he's in that boat, does he reach out to you and maybe sit down and have a, have a conversation about that and you can provide some professional help or is there a, you know, what's the best way to navigate that as a, as a man trying to just figure out relationships? Cause I think you're, you're not alone in that struggle. Sure. No, I, I think so. And I think, you know, like what, what's really helped me uh, where that is concerned, like I've, I've, I've gotten some help with that. You know, I, I think, I think for me now, like in, in the, in the, in the dating arena, so to speak, it's just a matter of like, uh, how do I want to say that? Like, like just doing it, you know, um, it's, it's not always the most comfortable, but I've had a lot of help getting to that point. Right. Where yes, the sitting down with somebody and having them really challenge, like what you believe about you, um, which, which is going to show up as like fear and shame that really gets in the way of, of taking a step, right. Is for me has made all the difference in the world where that's concerned. So I think that answers your question about like, whether it's me or just sitting down with somebody and being able to kind of walk through that. Um, cause yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's, 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 it's a challenge. I mean, that, that is a challenge for a lot of people. I meet a lot of, you know, and whether you've been, um, uh, in a relationship or married or even divorced, you know, I have people come to me. It's, it's like, I don't know how to talk to people anymore. I've been married for 20 years. You know, I don't know what, what's it like out there, you know, and it gets it, you know, I don't know what to do with that. You know, I'm, I'm terrified, you know? So yeah, being able to sit down and, and, and talk through that's pretty, yeah. To answer your question. Yeah. Thanks for being open and sorry, Pony. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, but I kind of did. Cause we just, that's, I mean, that's gold, right? There's so many guys that are out there that are like, that's the boat they're in. Um, so yeah. thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We'll go uh, youngest guy first. That me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young gentleman with 30 Pony Express. Oh, hey. uh, Brandon Pleharty, 36, the play. Leg. Leg. John Duggan's 39, Honey Badger. Honey Badger. Nice Honey job. Badger. 
Hey, thanks for your time. This was, this was yeah. great. Um, 